Okay, fantastic. Okay, so welcome back to our final hour of our live event, um, our kickoff event for Feb 2023. I can't believe it's 2023. It's so crazy. Um, okay, so this third hour. So just to recap, first hour we looked at our process and habits. Second hour we looked at thoughts and um, beliefs and we did some exercises around that and coming up with your um, with your belief plan and now and just with all of this just know that over the six next six months all these ideas I'm going to be coming like we'll come back to them in the weekly calls that'll come up during coaching so don't feel like you have to know everything and have it all straight in your head in order to move on the only thing you need in order to move on is just to know those three habits that we're working on. So a cutting cutlery down habit, our daily practice habit, and our weighing ourselves every day habit. Um, and that's all you need to take from this. And just remember that thought of like, I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it. Like whatever needs to be sinking into your subconscious is sinking in. Like it's all unfolding exactly as it, as it, as it should be. Um, Okay, so in this hour, um, we're going to be talking a bit about nutrition. We're going to do an exercise around go-to meals. So what exactly, like some ideas to help you decide what you're going to eat. Um, we're going to touch quickly on emotional eating. I wanted to just like delve into that a little bit to give you a primer of what's to come. Um, then we're going to be talking about common mistakes. And then we'll like, we'll do a, a recap of where we've we got to and get really clear on what your next steps are um okay so yeah and again just keep it interactive keep unmute yourself or just type in the chat if you've got questions so with nutrition my approach to nutrition i've so i've studied nutrition at university when i was doing my food science degree and then also when i was doing my health health coaching um certificate and my approach to nutrition is kind of radical but um I got this from my my health coaching nutrition nutrition lecturer, but it's also my that I like she gave me this idea and I've really adopted this as my philosophy on nutrition. And it can be summed up with one sentence. So how you eat and how much you eat and how you think about food is way more important than what you eat. So how you eat and how much you eat and how you think about it is way more important than what you're actually eating. Um, so I'll paste that in the chat so you can see, because I know some people like things written down. But what you, how you eat and how you think about it, way more important than what you eat. Whereas most of the conversations that we have in the, like they're on the internet or around nutrition is like, you know, it's all about what you eat. Like, are you having carbs? Are you having sugar? Are you avoiding things? Are you eating grains? Are you eating like fat are you not eating fat like and, and uh, all about the what you eat and the thing is that that yeah that can have like a small impact but it's like how like how much you eat and also the quality of your eating experience is getting that tattoo says marissa um um i love it um like is way more important so and just like to, let's do a little thought experiment now just think about it like you having like sitting down and enjoying a beautiful chocolate chip cookie with a coffee or a cup of tea that experience versus you in the kitchen with a bag of cookies like hoeing down like in front of the pantry just hoeing into all of them 
like one cookie, very different impact to your health and your blood sugar and your weight compared to having a whole bag. So like this quantity piece, I think it's fascinating that in nutrition, it's not like, it's not really talked about that much. And yeah, exactly, Mandy. That is, like there is no French paradox. It's the, the, the French get this quantity piece. It's like, yes, have baguettes, have croissants, have pate, have cheese, like with every meal. Great, but just don't eat too much of it. Like seriously. Um, so how do we, like in terms of the how to eat thing, this is a really big part of being an actually healthy person. It's why I am spend so much time on it and then that like this and that's why we're doing this like habit of putting our cutlery down is like how to eat like if you're like taking your time you're sitting down you're present with your food like you're way more likely to be satisfied with a reasonable amount than if you're like you know distracted watching other stuff like standing up and like not really paying attention grabbing quick bites here and there um so being president present being president, no, just being present, um, slowing down and enjoying your meal, like and enjoying the experience, like so, so much, so, so different. Um, and so there's that aspect of eating. And then the other aspect is like eating proper meals rather than grazing and, and like, and it's like, um, it's eating proper meals and intentional snacks. So if you're having a snack, like I, when I have my afternoon snack, I still serve it out in my jar. I sit down, you know, at the moment it's summer. So sitting down outside in the garden with it, with my tea, like, it's amazing. I'm not like, of course I do like the spoon a bit and whatever, but I'm not like having the whole thing, like standing up or I'm not eating in front of my desk when I'm doing work. Like it's how you eat. So, so important. Um, so that's like the biggest thing I want you to work on with nutrition. It's having proper meals and just enjoying the quality of your eating experience. <clears throat> just knowing that getting those things right goes a long way to getting the quantity piece right. And then the other part is this like quantity piece of like how much, and it's really about listening to your body and like letting your body guide you and letting the skill to like stop when you're satisfied. And you don't have to like be perfect at this, but every time that you listen to your body and you like, and you kind of, and there's a window too, of course, as well of satisfaction. But every time you don't go into that, like binging, like over, total overeating, like so stuffed, I can't move territory, like that's that makes a significant difference. So it's like these these two things: being present, um, listening to your body, is is everything. And then the other thing is, um, in terms of of this is like the the timing aspect as well and so like eating to suit your circadian rhythms and what that means is like again eating proper meals rather than being constantly grazing because our bodies are either we're in storage mode or burning mode and hey little bee i'm teaching excuse us everyone oh you guys are off they're going to kung fu for the kung fu lesson okay you have fun i'll see you at the airport Okay, I love you. What do you, you mean at the airport? I'll, Dad will explain. Okay, I love you. I'm teaching. Go. Have fun. Rude. <laughs> so rude. Um, right. Okay. Um, okay. Boy, I'm taking the boys to come through. Um, where are we? Oh, yeah, eating to see circadian rhythm. So we want to like eat proper meals. You don't want to be snacking on time. So if you've got that habit of like, 
eating right up until bedtime, like that's something to think about and like just look at that from a habit and what you want to do instead. Um, so a first exercise on nutrition is I want you to just think now of like and type in the chat, like what's what meal and snack schedule would work for you? So are you a like breakfast, lunch, snack, dinner person? Are you going to be a snack and like for me, it's I have lunch, a snack and dinner. Like what what meal schedule do you want to experiment with? And like and just knowing that you can try different ones and play around with it. But just yeah, type in the chat and share. So Mary's breakfast, lunch, snack, dinner, um, then hot drink at 9 p.m. I love that, Mary. Um, breakfast, lunch, snack, and dinner. Great. Yeah, this is hard for me. I'm presently a haphazard grazer. Yes, great, Mandy. Awesome. I don't have a clear idea of what will work for me. So, and you don't have to know, Mandy, but it's just like, and actually, if you're going from like totally grazing all the time to having meals, like, Maybe you want to like try, like just think about like maybe just observe how many times you're currently eating and think about, okay, well, what would feel good to me? Knowing that this is going to evolve, right? So you start, you might want to just take a baby step of, um, you know, maybe you just decide that uh, maybe if like the nighttime snacking might be a big opportunity, but just just like taking and Amy's the same. Great, perfect. Like this is fine. Nothing, nothing wrong that with with that but just like what's the one baby step that you can take to deciding like what would be a good schedule for um for you and just starting there knowing that it's going to evolve over time um but also like I want to sell you on this idea why meals are better than snacks and and what you could do is like maybe it's a first step for those of you who are massive grazers is just get into the habit of whenever you rather than having your snack standing up or in front of the desk getting like being intentional about this okay I'm having a I'm having some food now I'm having a mini meal now I'm going to serve it out I'm going to sit down and focus on it rather than and just build that as your habit first rather than trying to go from eating multiple times a day to having breakfast lunch and dinner like maybe that would be a better way to start um Yes, there we go. Vicky's like, yeah, like um, morning. Okay, Mandy's saying, okay, I do have two anchors. Morning hot drink and with, and my sweetheart likes to eat dinner at five, which only sometimes works for me. But I can start to build those. Yeah, exactly. So you've got, that's perfect, Mandy. Yeah, and go go with that. And maybe like, yeah, like the, eating dinner at five, love, like that's great. You know, maybe making that commitment to yourself. <clears throat> but also like maybe you want to like not like and just you might want to have a smoothie at seven like you know whatever it is and and just getting bringing the curiosity to it yes jennifer i'm not going to feel guilty about my before dinner snack brilliant yes and then we want to be like own your snacks and be intentional um so let's in terms of like what to eat um so that's how that like yeah having snacks there's nothing wrong with having snacks so this there's a lot of like you'll hear a lot of people say oh you know you shouldn't like should wait until you're hungry to eat and that just is a recipe for overeating in my experience so one thing is like it's okay to to eat when you're not hungry um because when you if you like just from a managing logistics if you're like 
if you're waiting until you're hungry and you like, at, like, but your lunch hour is like at 12 and then you're not hungry and you don't eat, like you're not going to get to eat again until after dinner, like, like after work, like that just doesn't make sense. So it's fine to eat when you're not hungry. Um, you are the expert on you. So I want you to really listen in terms of what to eat and the timing, you know, what's best for you. So I want you to trust that, trust yourself to experiment and find what's going to work for you. Um, so just treat it as an experiment and let your body guide you. And what, how you want to do, what you want to do in terms of what to eat is just pay attention to how you feel. Like, and because if you like dairy, like some people like feel great. Like I, I love my dairy. I could eat it. I eat it multiple times a day. No problems. Like I feel good, but some people like, you know, you'll know, like if you don't check in with how you feel in the moment, check in with how you feel a couple of hours after you've eaten something and just know that your body knows and it's just a matter of tuning in. Um, so that's it. what to eat is like you decide for you. The only thing I will say is like no bad food. There are no bad foods. So all food has some value. So whether that's nutritional or not, but there's a, you know, there's, there's so many reasons to eat that don't involve nutrition. So like if you love cookies, make sure that you're planning cookies and you're having cookies. If you love like, I don't know, Twinkie bars, like make sure you're like giving yourself the things that you love um, and planning that treat every single day. Um, the other thing in terms of what to eat that I do really recommend for everyone is to prioritize protein. And the reason for that is that protein is really essential for satiety. So we've, um, we were able to store fat, we we're able to store carbohydrate, but we can't store protein. So if you're not get your body's not getting enough protein every day, it actually um, builds your like it actually makes stokes your hunger. And it's really difficult to feel satiated without getting the protein that your body needs. And there's actually a theory in nutrition at the moment that's being researched is that our bodies are tuned to look for um, our protein intake and not our calorie intake. And so our bodies feel satisfied when we meet the protein intake, which is why you can eat like, you know, buckets and buckets of like tons and tons of rice. And if you're not getting the protein, your body's still looking for food, looking for food, and you're not feeling satisfied. And it's because you haven't got enough protein. Um, yeah. Protein supplements, if you're mostly vegetarian, go for it, Mandy. Like, yeah, whatever protein works for you. Like, it doesn't matter. And, like, these days there's some really amazing protein supplements out there on the market. Like, um, and also, you know, tofu, amazing. Like, like there's so many options. Um, but, yeah, get making sure you get enough of protein. And I just want you to start experimenting and try like have a meal where you just have rice and very little protein and then have a meal where you have like a big big piece of chicken and salad and just notice like how you feel in the moment, how you feel a couple of hours afterwards. And the cool thing is that when you're being guided by how you feel, you're naturally going to be driven to eat more frequently the stuff that feels good to you and less frequently the stuff that doesn't. It just makes it really easy to um, um, to do that. Yeah. Um, Marissa said, can I ask a quick after dinner question? Yeah, go for it, Marissa. Um, so last night I had a lovely abundance bowl and then I just, I wanted like a little Greek yogurt with berries. Was I hungry? No, but I wanted the, like, I don't know, the acid and then I'm good yeah, for the rest yeah. of the night. Yeah. So is that okay? Like, even though I'm not, I'm full, but I want the little bit of a different desserty. 
you know. Yeah. And what I would do with that, Marissa, is like be intentional with your snacks. I actually have that planned in. It's like, yeah, this is going to be my bed, like my after dinner, I'm going to have my yogurt and berries. So then when you're having your meal, rather than eating until you're full, you're like, you're going, oh yeah, I'm going to have the berries later. So okay. Yeah, like so last, like I have ice cream on Saturday nights. And so like, you know, I always leave space for the ice cream. So yeah, like it's just bringing that intentionality. And that's why we want to plan the snack in so that you can manage your like, you know, stomach space appropriately. Love it. Yeah, Yeah, cool. Good question. Um, So yeah, that's it. Oh yeah. And the other thing with nutrition, so prioritize, make sure you're getting enough protein is really key. Don't worry about like, thinking about like you should be like if you like let go of all the shoulds like if you think I should be having more vegetables then like it just makes it really unfun so go with like what you want to eat just knowing that your body wants to be healthy and it's going to guide you to eat more broccoli if that's what it needs um but when you take away the like what well, I should be eating broccoli and like just tuning in to what what feels good, you'll find that you naturally are going to want to eat more things that that make you feel good. Um, and the other thing in terms of what to eat is for some of you, like being conscious of carbs is a is a, is important. And because um, insulin like has a huge impact on our hunger and satiety hormones, and also so for those of you that are in that menopausal, perimenopausal range, one of the major reasons why people gain weight is because your insulin sensitivity changes with the hormone changes. Like, so all the hormones are related. And so just like, I'm not saying that you need to be low carb like I am or go keto, but just be um, just be mindful that if you have insulin resistance, which means that you know that because like when you put on weight, you put it around your middle, like around your tummy you're not, rather than on your butt or your thighs. Um, so if you think you have insulin resistance or you are in that menopausal phase, being really conscious of like just the quantity of carbs that you're having is a, will make a difference as well. Okay, so that's in terms of nutrition. That's my, that's my nutrition spiel. So let your body guide you get enough protein, be mindful of the carbs, but, you know, no need to go crazy um, and plan, like give yourself permission and focus on enjoying. Um, caffeine and cravings. Okay. Do you want to be more specific with your question, Marissa? Well, I think like if I never had have coffee, I would never have like a sort of a, I have one cup of coffee in the morning, but then I noticed that I have more of a craving for carbs where like when I completely drop caffeine, there's no craving, but I love it. I love coffee. <laughs> right, right, right. So, I don't know. Just if there's anything you know about hormones and caffeine and I'm very um, sensitive to it. Like even one cup yeah. of coffee. Right, right. That's fascinating. I haven't come across that, Marissa. So just it's just like, okay, just be curious and experiment with it and say, okay. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but if you love coffee, I keep having coffee. Like if maybe like I drink decaf because I'm like it keeps me awake otherwise but so maybe you can get some decent decaf like yeah I agree with that yeah might be worth experimenting with yeah um okay so an exercise now we're going to do is like our go-to meals exercise so what I want you to or go to and go to snacks as well and the reason for this is that it's actually really helpful to just to have in your mind of like what are what are the things that I um, that I like am going to gravitate towards. So I've got 
actually, um, I'll paste the link here. So in the, um, actually, we might not do this live. We might, I'll just leave this for you to do in your own time. But I'll, and I'll paste the link here. So just know that this exercise is going to be in your playbook. And I've also put the link, the exercises in circle, and it's got links to recipes and stuff. But having a list of like, what am I, what am I, like a couple of, when I have breakfast, what do I usually have? And what am I going to have, usually have for breakfast? When I have my snack, what are my go-to snacks going to be? It just makes it easy to make sure you've got those, those things in the house and just, um, and it can evolve over time, but it's a good exercise to do to simplify the what you're going to eat, um, what you're going to eat piece. Um, and same with meal planning. So if you're like deciding like what to have for dinner, like if that's something that you struggle with, I've got you covered there. Um, I just want you to realize that you are already deciding. You may just, it may not be ahead of time. Um, but if you want to get meal planning is something that you'd like a project that you'd like to take on, you totally don't have to. Um, but I've got a like a five-day challenge on the Simple Meal Plans website. So you're welcome to take that in your own time, but that's totally, you don't have to do that to be naturally healthy. You can just make, you know, decide every day or decide, I make those intent choices on, on the fly. But, you know, just know that those resources and those exercises are available when you feel called to do them. Okay, so now we're going to talk about emotional eating and then we've still got mistakes to go through. So basically, like emotional eating is just eating any, like to avoid feeling our emotions. So um, Brooke Castillo calls it buffering, which I think is a really good term because it's like rather than feeling our feelings, we eat the food to buffer and not to, not to, feel, um, to feel the feelings. And um, so... And the thing with emotional eating is that it's, you know, it can be, it's not really bad. It's only a problem if there's a net negative effect. So it's not like, like we never use food to soothe ourselves or to make ourselves feel better. It's just like finding that balance where we're not doing it too much all of the time so that it leads us into overeating territory. And because, and there's a huge range of like, you know, sitting down with a cup of tea and a biscuits that's like relaxing for you and helps you unwind like totally you can fit that into be a naturally healthy person and use food in that way but you know what but the other token of like if you're like you know going into binge territory like obviously that's not going to be conducive to being naturally healthy unless it's only happening very infrequently so we want to like want to remember that it's not necessarily a bad thing that we need to completely eradicate it's like something that we want to find balance in our overall um, eating and so let's talk a little bit about negative emotion um, and just remember like that feeling our feelings like it's not something that we're taught as kids so of course like this can be a completely new skill and um, and also that like negative emotion, it's a part of life and it's actually not necessarily a bad thing, like, because it provides contrast and it also can guide us when something's not right. So if someone, if we're getting really angry about something like that can spur us to action, but it also shows us that there's something that needs to be like, there's something that's not right that needs addressing. So and neg- all emotion can be a useful guidepost. Um, 
And, you know, and there's times where we actually want to feel negative emotion where like, you know, if we're, if we've lost someone, we want to feel that sadness. We want to feel that loss. We want to feel that grief. Um, so I just want you to just start playing around with the idea that actually feeling negative emotion is, is a superpower and it actually is a, is a beautiful part of life. Um, and the way we go, the, the way to actually feel our feelings rather than eat our feelings is just to practice actually just letting our feelings, like just actually feeling our feelings. So we're going to do a quick exercise, a primer exercise um, that I call like just feeling and breathing. And um, we're just going to do this for like 30 seconds. It's not going to be very long. And just know that um, that in April, April, I think, we're going to do a whole challenge around um, around like feeling our feelings like a feelings challenge and we're going to really work on this skill so we've got this ahead of us but as a quick primer I just wanted to just show you how how it can be really um quick and and how it can be actually really safe so what what I want you to do is like um just wherever you're, you're at, if you want to turn your camera off, because I'm going to get you to close your eyes again. But we're going to just like take 30 seconds now to feel and breathe. So just if you feel, want to close your, close your eyes, you can close your eyes. But if you want to leave them open, that's cool too. I'm just going to take a deep breath in. And I just want you to like just connect to your body. And the question is like, get curious and just go what am I noticing here how am I feeling what am I noticing okay and so and just like so a thought probably would have come into your head about how you're feeling you can open your eyes now and that's it. That's what feeling your feelings is about. See how it's safe. So type in the chat and let me know, like, what were you feeling? What came up for you? I was feeling like, um, like excited and also like I'm starting to feel a bit sad because it's like this is almost over. Marit said she's feeling hopeful, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And like, so that we're going to do more of that. Um, does someone else want to share what, what, what you were feeling? Type in the chat. I want to know. Um, yeah, but we so we are going to be doing tightness and anxiety, right? Interesting, Carrie. And we just want to, yeah, like, like, hey, like that's okay to, to feel that. Like, and just I want you to notice if if there was negative emotion that, like, you felt ang anxious and you were safe, like you, nothing, like it was okay for you to feel that. And and the more that you can experience that of like feeling tightness or feeling anxious, like, and being safe in that space, like the more. Um, Right, semester starts this week. Right, there you go. So of course you know why. And just like bring some, some self-compassion. Of course I'm feeling anxiety because semester's starting this week and that just can help it help it come through. Um, so that's negative feeling our feelings, emotional eating. And the, the more you we learn this skill of being able to feel instead of having to buffer, um, and then the easier it gets. But just know that that's all future learning. Um, 
And one of the things that we, another exercise that we're going to be doing in the future is like learning how to soothe ourselves in other ways. And I call it proactive self-soothing. And this is something that you don't have to do now, but I want you just to like, just put a, you know, another mark in the back of your head of this is some future work is like actually cultivating habits where you're being proactive about soothing yourself every day. Because the thing is that we like negative, feeling negative emotion, if you're a human on planet earth, there is going to be negative emotion. And it's like, so the more you can like build some habits that help soothe you and you have them at the ready, um, the easier it is to learn, like to navigate. So we'll, again, we'll do an exercise in the future of this, but just start noticing, just start noticing now, like as you're going through this week, like what are the things that you do during your week that do feel really good? Like whether that's sitting down with a coffee, whether that's doing, and you might find like doing your daily practice, like that feels good, feels soothing to be journaling, um, you know, or watching a movie, or maybe it's when you're connecting with a friend or giving someone a hug, like, or when you're exercising, but just start getting that mental inventory. Of what are the things that I'm already doing that soothe me, that feel really good, knowing that we'll build on that in the future and be more intentional about that in the future. Um, okay, does anyone have any questions on like the um, feeling like emotional eating piece or the self-soothing piece before we move on? We're feeling good. We're almost there. 20 minutes to go. Just checking in with the group. Yeah, we're okay. Okay, we're good. Okay, so now we just, before we wrap up, we're going to quickly go through some common mistakes that I want to just kind of get you thinking about like potential pitfalls because when we can like navigate like when we're we're intentional about obstacles and things that can can derail us we're way more likely to like find solutions to them rather than if we're not expecting them to come up and then we can like that can make it harder so being prepared good girl scouts and boy scouts so a common mistake is one that I see for a lot of people is perfectionism of like having to do it right and wanting to like, and it also like if you have a bad day and you overeat something like, oh, therefore like you're going into the what the hell effect or like I've already ruined the day. So I might as well just eat everything inside. Um, and so the antidote to perfectionism is just to remind yourself, I don't have to do this perfectly. And just like, just know that it's like the, you, you, and you don't have to eat absolutely perfectly and nail it every single time to be an actually healthy person in fact and there's times where you actually don't want to do that like there's and it's like I don't have to do this perfectly to make a difference another common mistake is like listening to your excuses of like I don't have time I'm too busy I don't have the energy and not like not you know, pulling yourself up on those those excuses. And so one of the ways to overcome the excuses, particularly the time and busyness, is our minimum requirements for our habits where we just want to keep the habit alive. And so it's like so simple that you can still do it even when you're busy, even when you don't have a lot of time. So that's why maybe for some of you, just having that the minimum requirement for your daily practice is I just have to open the app. I just have to get my open my journal um, so that you don't give in to those those excuses. 
Um, another common mistake is like still thinking with a diet mentality and, um, you know, thinking about like, I know how many calories I should be having and, and that sort of like still mentally counting rather than radically listening to your body. And the, the problem with that diet brain is there's like our bodies, like our appetite is really variable. Like it depends on so many aspects. So if you're always thinking, oh, I should have, <clears throat> you know, this many calories, I should be eating this rather than truly tuning into your body, you're actually missing out. So um, being attached to that diet brain, like just when you notice that, just let it go and just remind yourself, like, it's better when I radically listen to my body, like, it, and that's going to really make a big difference um, is, is key to that. And the same, that it's the same antidote to like eating the same amount of food every day. Like our bodies are really variable and it depends. Like if you, um, like and we won't go into all the, the the details, but just that's a mistake that I think people are, are you know eating the same amount of food every day and not being willing to listen to their body is is huge. Um, another common mistake that can come up with this work is like so this idea like I don't want to restrict, therefore I'm going to overeat, and um, and so I want to just flag this because there's a difference between. Um, like just being super permissive and just eating whatever and being restrictive where you're like, no, I can't have no sugar, no flour, no cakes, no whatever. We don't want to go to be in either of those extremes. We want to be in this intentional space where we're like, yeah, I'm having like, yeah, I am I'm, like, I'm going to have a cookie or whatever it is, but telling yourself like after you've had that one cookie and you still, and you frame once more, like sticking to your plan and being firm with yourself then is not is that's not being restrictive that's having boundaries and that's being intentional so um yeah just I've coached a few people that get into like oh I don't want to restrict therefore I can't like I can't put boundaries on myself and we like um we it's not one or the other we want to find this common ground um okay another common mistake is waiting until hungry to eat. So listening to that message that you should only be eating when you're hungry. Um, so like Mar Marissa's example of like after dinner, she wasn't hungry, but she really wanted her yogurt and uh, um, berries, like totally fine. Like, cause there's you know, more reasons to eat than just hunger. And just, and also like that when you get into that regular schedule, what you'll find is that your body does naturally like get hungry at certain times, but it's like, like most of the meals that I have, I like when I sit down to eat, I'm like, yeah, I can eat, but I'm not like ravenous. And that's actually a really great place to be because then it's easier to listen to your body. Whereas if you're, I noticed like if there's days where I'm having like, like, like happened to me like this week, whereas um, for one reason or another, like I had lunch like a couple of hours later than I normally do. And I was ravenous and it was really hard not to inhale everything and to enjoy it because I was like totally in overhunger territory. And my Irishman has this thought that um, hunger is a tasty sauce. And so he's often like, he won't have, oh, it's too close to dinner, so I'm not going to have lunch. And then at dinner time, he's inhaling everything because he's so hungry. So we want to like eat when you eat when you're not hungry is okay. Um, Mandy's saying that's what I always do. I wait until I'm hungry to eat and then often total loss of what to eat and just graze and snack until I'm full. Yeah, there we go. So like, it's really going to make a difference, Mandy, having that regular schedule and 
like actually being proactive and eating before you get to that super hungry stage. Um, another common mistake is like, yeah, like after dinner grazing, especially like the after dinner grazing. So like, like being intentional around that is really key. Um, another one is like future tripping or like catastrophizing of like, uh, like, um, you know, I have to hit this goal and like, and just be like worrying about like being too far from your goals and like, and, or having big goals. And we want to just like the, the antidote to that is just to focus on one meal at a time, like one day at a time and just doing the best you can on each day. Um, yeah. Okay. And uh, another common mistake that comes up is feeling like feeling, but letting yourself feel behind and like, I haven't watched everything. I haven't done all the exercises and going into that, like I'm, I'm so far behind mentality and we want to just instead of that is um just remind yourself the antidote to that is like I'm exactly where I need to be and just focus on our three tiny habits knowing that you're getting what the lessons that you need in the right amount of time um and that it's going to be yeah it's all happening in the perfect amount of time um okay what else did I want to share, share with you in common mistakes yeah and then the final one is just this like checking out like or like and not doing the work so if you've noticed that that's happening and you're like and you feel like you're like um yeah like that that you're not that you're like you're not making progress or you're not or you're just stopping doing anything just just notice that's happening and just be, be gentle with yourself and remind yourself that you join this for a reason like there's a reason you want to do to change and that so there's always times where we feel like it's not working and that's the time when you let's just like raise your hand like reach out for coaching and let me know and so I can gently guide you through this um okay great so how's everyone feeling we're like we're through our workshop so fun um, so I'll just do a quick recap on what we covered so the first hour we did that we trust our process and so we spoke about habits and our process, our three-part process. So remember, it's L-I-T. We did our progress quiz in the first hour. And then we did, wrote down our three tiny habits recipes for putting our cutlery down, our daily practice, and weighing ourselves every day. And we also spoke about that, that tiny habit of celebrating. So just remember when we remember to do our new habits, giving ourselves a little pat on the back, and also straight after, as soon as we do our habits, like give ourselves a little pat on the back particularly like if you're weighing yourself and you're feeling resistance to it and you still do it anyway like celebrate that even if the number's nowhere near where you want it to be like celebrate I did this I'm still doing this like so that was our first hour the second hour we spoke about um our thoughts create our results and that was remember from that the key takeaway from that is just this idea of TEA so our thoughts drive our emotions and they drive our actions and we did that exercise on covering obstacle thoughts and we also did that imagination visualization exercise of what it's going to be like to be your naturally healthy self and we um, did the belief plan exercise of coming up with your beliefs that you want to think about yourself and then in our third hour we um, our theme was that we focus on one meal at a time so we spoke about nutrition and just remember from that it's like how you eat and how much you eat is way more important than what you eat um, 
and and then we um, then we also spoke about emotional eating in this 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 hour and just this we did that exercise to feel our feelings and and also spoke about this concept of like proactive self-soothing so thinking just starting to think about well, what are the things that I do in my day that are soothing that are good for me um, and then we did finally we spoke about those mistakes and you can see like a lot of the overcoming mistakes it's just changing our thoughts around that around whatever it is like most of the mistakes are just thought thought er thought errors so um so yes that is it for our, our workshop so in terms of like home play in terms of our, our next steps so what we're going to do four things we're going to start our daily practice habit and i have a challenge for you yay our first challenge together as a group um so i'll type paste that in i'll put the link to the challenge so um the challenges will all be in the playbook as well that i send you but this one we're going to start before you get the playbook so um oh no actually i haven't updated the challenge yet I will, we'll do that next so don't look at that link yet but um yeah so there's a there's a star chart that you can print um, so that you can track your progress on the daily practice but it's really just putting that recipe that tiny habits recipe into place so actually don't look at that link yet I'll send the the link with the, the replay and I'll post it in the group um, we want to set so our first thing is our daily practice habit like building that we want to start weighing ourselves every day so that's the uh, we've got our tiny recipe for that We've got, we want to start the habit of putting our cutlery down between bites. So three habits I know might seem like a lot, but it's like, you know, there are, they are tiny and I wanted, we're going to be focusing on them for a while. So we're going to start how we want to continue. Um, so there are our three core habits and you've got your recipe for those. Um, and then the other thing, I, the other home play for this week and for every week moving forward this idea of like I change best when I feel good is I want you to um, post like one tiny win in the group this week. Um, so as soon as you do it, like if you've got the app on your phone for Circle, like and if you haven't got the app, get the uh, if you just search Circle Communities, um, there's an Android version and a, an iOS version. So you can just open the app as soon as you notice and like share your celebration. So it might be I weighed myself for the first time today, or I bought scales or I um I remembered to put my cutlery down at the end of the meal perfect like I remembered to do it once great nothing is too small to celebrate um and celebrate each other like so just when you go in like share your celebration but also like give some encouraging um like give give some encouraging feedback to some on somebody put a comment on somebody else's post just to encourage them as well um and you're welcome to share more than one celebration of course as well um great yeah and that's it so home play daily practice habit three habits daily practice daily weighing cutlery down and um actually i guess that's not a, and then the fourth one is um to post your tiny win in the group um Yes, Joan's saying, Jules, I hesitated to say, Joan's been with me since the very founding members and she said, I hesitated to attend the intro again. I'm so glad I did. Repetition is very reinforcing. Get tiny skills every time. Yes. Yeah, Joan, so good. Like there's always more to learn with this. Yeah. 
Okay, so just type in the chat and let me know how you're feeling. Or does anyone want to, um, does anyone have any questions before we wrap up or any any thoughts? Anyone worried about anything? It's, it's totally cool if you're worried. Oh, Kim's, yeah, it was good to see you too, Kim. Um, yeah, has anyone got any anything they're worried about before we wrap up? Anyone not clear anything, any questions? There's no, there's no such thing as a stupid question. So if you're feeling uncertain about anything, um yes Mandy's saying I'm excited to this um you could attend this live excited to get started yes this is in your control Mandy awesome excellent oh and the other thing I needed to remind you was so this week um on the call live call this this week the theme is going to be maximizing pleasure of food and we're going to be doing an exercise so I need you to bring something to eat so two pieces of whatever it is that you love to eat um uh okay samantha said feeling good do you have our addresses for the playbook oh yes um and the other piece of home play is to i've got a um a feedback uh an intro form samantha to put your address into so i will post that in the group as well so just and i'll also when i send the weekly email with the replay i'll post a link to that so just make sure you've you've filled out the um the intro form because it's got place for put your address and a couple of other things so she's already samantha's already done that um yes mandy said i love that we're maximizing the pleasure of food me too excellent um okay how's it how's it who haven't i heard from let's see someone must want to share something about how they're feeling Come on. Um, oh, hi, Hannah. Yes, must be really late for you. Hannah's in the UK. Um, reach very far from the way. Yeah, great, Hannah. But also just know, Hannah, like just that, that first hour when we spoke about the habits, but like you don't need to watch everything to get started. Yes. Cool. Um. Yes, Mary say I'm excited to cover all this again. It's been life-changing already. Fantastic, Mary. So good to have you back. Yeah. Is anyone feeling like, I don't know what I'm doing here. This is freaking me out. <laughs> that would be good to know. Um, Vicky's saying I'm feeling more confident, excited to get started. Yes. Yeah. And I just, that's the key feeling that I want you guys to take away is just like curiosity knowing that like we're on a journey together we've got six months together and all you need to do for now is trust the process and just start with these tiny habits like that's all we need to do and if your brain's telling you like yeah but this doesn't seem like enough i've got like a big problem here of like it's not going to change just know that this is how it starts like like it all starts with these like these tiny habits they grow and like there's a method in my madness <laughs> yeah um Vicky's saying I'm feeling more confident Amy's saying feeling hopeful but also have some shame about not taking care of myself in the past oh I'm so glad that you that you were brave enough to share that um that that Amy like and for everyone like let's like just take a little bit of time to like bring some self-compassion like if that comes up like you're feeling shame around like or and it actually if that if that comes like or shame comes up like when you weigh yourself and you're like like feeling bad about it 
just like the antidote to shame is just like it's just being able to drop into self self compassion and what that that feel like looks like it's when I'm being self compassion I could put my hand on my heart and just go like of course like like you know this is being this is hard of course like I, I'm feeling shame around this like but like you know I've been doing the best I can and plus like I'm not alone here like look at all the people here with me like I'm not the only one that that this is a problem for that and and just be like when you can speak kindly to yourself like there's there's no need to like yeah if the shame comes up of course like yeah that that's coming up and just let it be there and that that's okay and that like this is like there's a global obesity epidemic like it's not just you like everyone's weight in the world has been going up and up and up like and so yeah like thank you for sharing that Amy like yeah like we're like and what and just know that like also like the things that you've tried in the past like most of them like it hasn't worked not because of you it hasn't worked because of the psychological hunger it hasn't worked because of the restriction piece like there's so many reasons why like that traditional approach to just eating less and moving more like it's not helpful advice so it's not your fault that it hasn't worked and that like this like you're trying something new that does that's treating you as a whole person that's like that's letting go of all those rules like you're in the right place um and yeah but and that skill of learning to be self-compassionate is so helpful like that's helped me so much on my journey um and it's like it's helped a lot of people as well because when we when we're able to meet ourselves where we are when we're able to be okay and be a friend to ourselves when we're feeling that negative emotion that's a superpower as well so yeah great okay well perfect timing to wrap up so have a beautiful rest of your weekend everyone and actually marissa said um put i put a home play in circle yes so my job now is to upload these videos and i will every week when i put the weekly um video i put the home i post the home play with the with the um with the video so if you ever want to refer back that's there and i'll put post some notes and like the exercises that we did that will be there as well so if you're um, watching the replay and you're someone who or you just want to come back you don't have to watch through the whole replay you might just like to read through the notes um because and that would be a refresh for you and also like if you want to revisit any of the exercises i'll have them written in written form as well um yeah but we are on this journey together and it's so like i'm so honored to be your coach so have a beautiful rest of your weekend and i will catch you guys um this week so thank you all for being online it was really fun okay bye